When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone welcome to spice chaos it's miniso time it is it's gonna hopefully stay mini but you know we like to chat so get your popcorn or drinks or whatever you're having right now and buckle up or just grip your steering wheel and hold on tight because here That's we right. come um, <laughs> for your Friday commute. <laughs> I feel like we are never going to really get these intros. Um, no. We kind of, I feel like we kind of have it down, but it's always just a little bit weird every time we start. Like, um <laughs> <laughs> right it's, but i think um, that's why they love us because we're just like just awkward enough to be lovable yeah it's like um we don't ever have a plan for what we're gonna say it's just kind of <laughs> like you go no you go no who went last time no i don't remember so you just go no i don't care so you go okay well i'll just say it okay you say it okay uh, <laughs> that's right that's right um so if you don't already know that's caitlin over there, the other voice, not mine. The other voice that's not mine <laughs> this is one Caitlin. Right here. Yes, that's Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. And that over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. Right. This is my voice. I'm Leanne from Spice <laughs> that's Plans. That's the one. Yes. And I'm coming at you again from the coast of beautiful North Carolina because I'm back on vacation. Ooh, double vacay this summer. Look at you. I know. I live the lush life. What can I say? Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, the only reason why I get to take two vacations is because my parents own a teeny, 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 tiny condo mm-hmm. on the, on the coast of North That is all you need. And um, I'm telling you, it's not on the beach, so let's not all get like excited. Like It's a seven-minute <laughs> walk to the beach. Oh, that is close enough. That's perfect. Um, and we do not walk to the beach. Okay. We drive to the beach. Oh, okay. I would be, I would be hoofing it. We'd be walking. No. And here's why, because after you get to the beach and you sit on the beach and you get all sandy and gross and sticky, nobody wants to haul all that stuff back to the condo. So right. we put everything in the van, we drive to the beach, we park, and then we get out and then we go on the beach and then we put everything back in the van and then we drive back to the condo and then we go immediately to the pool because that's where they have like a hose. Perfect. They hose have like down a all hose where you can hose off the sand and then we just jump in the pool. So then by the that's time perfect. we actually go back to the beach condo, there's no sand left on us. So we don't have to deal with all that. So that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Then everybody takes showers so that they don't smell like chlorine and beach water. And then we turn around and do it all again the next day. So <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, and there have been a couple of times on this trip when we have gone to the pool and I have made the executive decision that we need to leave the pool because there's been too many people there. Yeah. Um, and nobody wants the Rona. So nobody does. Just, yeah. So um, the kids were not too happy with that choice. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but I was. Whatever. Yeah, I know. I was sitting I was sitting on the chair and I was looking at the pool and I was like, this place is too crowded. I think I'm going to have them come home. 
Right. So um, I had a chat with them and I said, you guys have five more minutes and then we're going back to the condo. Now, I don't know. They probably could have contracted the coronavirus in five minutes, but. Um, but there's also chlorine. I feel like that helps. Well, and, you know, according to a lot of people in the country that believe that children should be going back to school, kids can't pass <gasps> it or get it or carry it or anything. Like apparently children are just in. Yeah, apparently children are just immune to this thing. So the shade. Um, and the only people that were in the pool were kids. So I was like, well, according to that school of thought, I guess they're safe. <laughs> but we all know that's not true. No. I was also watching. So there's a, a video circuit like on another topic, not to take away from your beach trip, but no, no, you're I good. was I was watching um a video that's circulating on Facebook and. So the way they have classrooms set up, there's like no way for teachers to move without breaching that six foot situation. So they're like bound to little areas of like linoleum basically around their classroom. Like, how are you supposed to effectively like discipline and teach? And I don't know that just I mean, for what? <laughs> like, what are we doing this for? For what? I don't I don't know. And uh, there's people that keep sending out like. I'm in all of these teacher advocacy groups on Facebook that Same. are, you know, they're trying to like, everybody just keeps complaining. And I don't want to say that they're complaining. I know that they are, right. they're making very valid points, mm-hmm. but it's almost like they say that they're preaching to the choir because we all feel the same, but no one who is in charge of making the decisions is paying attention to these advocacy groups. So it doesn't really matter. Right. right. Um, well, they are going to start paying attention to the one I'm in because a big group of teachers from Portland are going to be marching on the Capitol uh, on the 27th. Wow. Well, I know that now the teachers in North Carolina have gotten organized and marched on the Capitol before. We have mm-hmm. done that many times. It's been there's been several years that we have worn right. red for Ed and marched on the Capitol. I've participated mm-hmm. in those marches before. Um, yep. But I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I don't know exactly what's going on. But there's there's a map that's going around that's got like all the counties in North Carolina colored in blue that are going with Plan C, which is all remote. Uh huh. Because our governor and listen, I like our governor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to give away some of my personal politics, I voted for him. Okay. And I have liked him very much throughout his term as governor, and I, you know, am a fan of his. Um, I think he did a great job with Black Lives Matter. He was out there in the streets um, protesting with Black Lives Matter. I mean, like he's been very vocal about that. And I just think he's Mm -hmm. a great guy. And um, I think he's a nice man. Um, But I feel like he kind of messed up on this decision. Okay. Because when he made his declaration to the state about what we were supposed to do about the coming school year, he said, I am going to say plan B and then I'm going to leave it in the hands of the districts to decide what plan they go with. Oh, okay. I mean, so, that's, that's kind of a little both ways. Like you have it both ways situation. Well, it means that he can make all of the constituents happy. Right. That's true. So that means that he is technically opening the schools back up. So for all the people that are like, Oh, he's not opening up the schools and he totally should. He is opening up the schools And for the people who don't want schools open, they can't blame him for not having the schools open because it's up to the districts. It's not up to the governor. Mm -hmm. So it takes all of the responsibility out of his hands. That's true. It does. I feel like that's kind of a cop out. I think that he should have just been able to say, 
no, this is not safe for the children and the teachers of North Carolina. So we're closing schools until further notice. Yep. I'm getting that, a lot of emails too from districts in Oregon that are like, well, we're going to start in distance learning actually. <laughs> well, and that's what we're hoping is going to happen because right now my district is supposed to start with two weeks of what they're calling onboarding. And then we're going to distance learning mm-hmm. after that two weeks. And what we are hoping in my district is that they will change their mind before school starts back and that those two weeks will go away. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's been the discussion is that most of the districts that are surrounding us are just starting with all virtual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're hoping that because we have one of the largest districts in the state that our district will, before this first day of school, will change their mind and say, you know what, we thought this would be a good idea, but looking at the numbers, we're changing our minds. It's not really safe for anybody. So yeah, I'm just going to hold on tight and see. Um, My children are going to be in what they call the virtual academy. So they're not going back to the building until it's Mm -hmm. safe. And I saw some memes the other day um, that were, you know, kind of directed towards moms Mm-hmm. And it was like, here's what you need to say to a mom. If a mom says, I'm sending no. my kids back to school, you say, good job, mom. I know that decision was hard to make. If a mom yeah. says, my kids are going to virtual school, you say, good job, mom. I know that decision was hard to make. Exactly. If, yep. if a mom says, my kids are going half virtual and half in person, you say, good job, mom. I know that decision was hard to make. Because mm-hmm. everyone has to make the decision that is best for them and what works for their family. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I know that some people are being forced into the decisions and that, I mean, I've said that before, but that is just what really, uh, it almost brings me to tears, honestly. Like I just can't imagine being in that position. But it's really time for us to look at the structure of our country and the fact that we do consider public school babysitting. Exactly. Well, and why do we have 5,000 kids in a building? Why don't we have four different high schools with one quarter of that number, you know, in, the, in those yeah. buildings? Mm-hmm. I know. There's just no reason for it. Because I did the math at my school and a school the size of mine, even when we're only at a third capacity, we'll still mm-hmm. have 950 students in it. Yeah. I mean, like, let's break it down. I, I don't think that many kids should be in a building together, personally. No, and I have seen, you know, what it looks like. People are sending photographs of what the hallways look like in these mega high schools. Mm-hmm. And even at a third capacity, there's no way even, you know, with only, even if only 950 kids are at my high school, they're still going to be packed in the halls like sardines. Yep, they are. And, and they're going to try to get close to each other because they miss each other and and they're, they're and they have all those hormones pulsing through them all the time. And, they and high school like, kids, I feel like, are very sneaky. Like if they want to do something, they will break the rule and figure out how to do it. You know, well, yeah, like, <laughs> I know, because all this stuff came out about like the bathroom rules, like no more than two people in the bathroom at one time. Yeah, and that's not going to happen. There's I mean, who where are we going to have staff members like is there going to have to be a staff member every block in every bathroom that just sits on a stool and make sure that no more than two people go in a bathroom? <laughs> right. It, there's that's not going to happen. Like a bathroom attendant at a fancy restaurant. Like, <laughs> exactly. here's your moist here's towel. Your towel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't know how they're planning to enforce that. Um, and I know oh, that they sure they'll can... have teachers rotate around through the bathroom. So you guys and, will go into those. Yeah. And I know that, and that's only for the first two weeks because after mm-hmm. that we go virtual and Ooh. they, they were trying to say 
that the virtual teachers were going to have to do all of their virtual teaching from the building. So we were still going to have to show up every day and teach from our classroom virtually. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. I do remember that. Yes, but I actually called my principal the other day because I wanted to just clarify what if my childcare fell through one day and I needed to stay home? Could I teach right. from home like one day here or there? Mm-hmm. Or would I need to get a sub for that day since I wasn't going to be able to actually be physically in the building? And she gave me some inside information. Oh, okay. Yeah, she said that she had heard that the district is going back on that and is going to let teachers do their virtual classrooms from home. Right. I mean, I have heard that from several districts. I think our friend playing with Gabe is also in that same boat where he's planning to teach from his classroom, but virtually. Um, I just... As a virtual school teacher, I don't understand that school of thought. Like, is it like a monitoring thing or like, what's the point? Well, I I think that there is some level of accountability that they were trying to have. Um, Uh But, you know, as far as accountability goes, they can have the links to our Zoom rooms. They can come in and watch what we do in our Zoom classrooms. Right, like pop in. Pop, come on in. Like, come see what we're doing. Um. You know, and the kids will still be like, we'll still be on a quote unquote bell schedule where, you know, at 715, my first block kids are supposed to be in front of their computers. They're going to mm-hmm. be required to show their faces. Okay. Um, you know, like nobody is going to be allowed to like turn off their camera. I'm going to be taking role. I mean, it's going to be like, it's not going to be like at the end of the year last year where I would have a Zoom class and only four people would show up. Right. Yeah. Um, it is going to be very different. It's going to be more like kind of what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where there's chat boxes and they can go in groups and, you know, we're, we're learning that stuff and we're getting all kinds of professional developments. Like we're already starting all of these professional developments that are helping us with these virtual tools and canvas yeah. and all these things. So, um, well, I know that some things at my job are trade secrets, but if there's anybody out there, including you, Leanne, who needs like some resources or anything that I have that I can share, that's not, you know, like attached to my district, please feel free to reach out to me and I'm happy to like point you at least in the right direction. Yes. Well, I definitely have some off the air questions that I want to ask you that <laughs> yeah. I will, that we'll get to later. Sure. But, um, I'm, I'm excited. Um, they have made it very clear that we are welcome to come into the building if we want to and teach from the building. At mm-hmm. least that's what my principal told me the other day when I talked to her. Yeah. And, Some um, people work better on a schedule. Like yeah. That and, you know, there's a there's a part of me that feels like maybe it would be nice to get up in the morning and shower and go into work and just do all of my work from there. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom has already said that she would do the homeschooling for the kids. But the way the virtual academy is going to work, mm-hmm. all of my children's school is not going to be what they call synchronous. Yeah. OK. So I can start school with my two children at 3 p.m., Oh, so they won't have any live anything or anything right. that's like interactive. So, so I can of, have my kids. kind of a bummer. Right. No, it's okay. I can have my kids just, no, everything's recorded. Right. Okay. Right. So I can have my kids just kind of chill during the day while I'm teaching um, live from mm-hmm. my house. Yeah. And then when I'm done teaching in the afternoon at like 2.15, then like three o'clock, it's time for them to start school. And from like three to seven, we do homeschool. Oh, Okay. Yeah, that's so I can. Yes. So, I mean, there'll be there'll be some long days, but I mean, it can it can work and we can all stay safe. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And of course, nothing like I saw a meme that like 
it was I don't know what who that lady is, but she's a comedian. But it's just this like stank face from this comedian, and it's like all of the scenarios that moms are not happy with and teachers are not happy with. But I think the the most important thing number one, teachers are going to be as accountable as they can with kids at home. Like I feel like there's also this this pull right now between women, women especially, but probably women and men who are working. Like you either have to kind of choose your job or you have to choose your kids. And so I think the districts also need to be understanding that most kids are going to be home right now. And also like that accountability piece is you can only go so far, right? (laughs) When you have your kids at home, you can only do so much. And then um, you know, we want our kids to close those gaps that were in their learning last year, and we want them to get back on track. But we also have to remember that we're in the middle of a dang pandemic, and they'll get back on track. Their teachers are amazing. Their teachers will work wonders when they get back in the classroom with them. So right now, as long as they're getting some learning, I, you know, I, I vote for that. <laughs> I think it's definitely time for us to trust our teachers and right. have some respect for them and their help as well. Right, exactly. And remember that when kids do get to go back fully to normal education, mm-hmm. that like you said, the teachers will be able, teachers have been dealing with gaps in education since the beginning. Yep. Um, believe me, every single class that I have ever taught has been a room full of students with different skill sets, different, you know, different levels of, of abilities. Yep. So, yep. You know, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. So it's not like all of a sudden I'm going to be like, wait, what? You're at this reading level and you're at this one. I don't know how to handle this. Like, you know, we know how to handle it when one kid is at this level and one kid is at that one. Like we we can we can differentiate. That's what we do. Right. So um, I think it's going to be fine. Uh, we just yep. have to, the the most important thing is, is that we have to stay safe. And I know that like describing memes on the podcast is not really what this show is about, <laughs> but I have one more that I want to talk about. Okay. And it's like this little cartoon. I think it was a far side cartoon. Okay. But it was like this wide shot of the ocean and there was a shark in the ocean. Oh. And there was a guy like pointing at the ocean and all of these kids were standing like outside, like where he was pointing. And it mm-hmm. said, OK, it's time for the kids to get back in the ocean. It's all right. Only one percent will die. Oh, snap. I know there was uh, a figure that came out with that one percent and it was a large number. I'm not going to say an S like a number that I think it is because I think I don't know. But it was a big number. And even if one kid and one teacher die from coronavirus because being exposed at school, that's too many. Yes, that's still too many. I'm sorry. That just is too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, and writing death plans into your lesson plan, like not to bring us down, but like, no, <laughs> just no. no. Um, I mean, it's it's not like we haven't already had enough to deal with with training for school shootings. Right. Well, and I um, sadly have experienced the death of students, several students in my time as a teacher. And I cannot tell you like how heartbreaking that would be knowing that I was potentially someone who passed a disease to a child. Like I, I wouldn't know. And I can't imagine a teacher like carrying that with them, you know, having Johnny yeah. over here who died from coronavirus in your classroom because they were exposed because your district said they had to go back to school. Like yeah, I just no. can't. No, I know. I, I feel the same. 
Um, well, let's bring it up a notch because there's let's something that I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. And I want to talk about this because in the coming months on the show, we are going to have some fantastic women that represent this movement um, on the show. But right now, one of the things that has really made an impact on my life is the body positivity movement. Mm-hmm. Same. I I really enjoy following models on Instagram that are body positive models. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that no matter what size I find myself, mm-hmm. I enjoy looking at photographs of women of all different sizes and colors and shapes and, you know, nationalities. And I think that it's that that one of the things that has been good for me is like inundating my feed with different types of women. Yes, totally. It's kind of changed the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that Caitlin, you are killing the game when it comes <laughs> to the body positivity post. Like we, we laugh on the show because you guys know, listeners know that nobody loves a bikini more than Caitlin. Right. I need to get some new ones. I need some <laughs> new content. Like, she loves to put a bikini on her body and just walk around like, I'm in a bikini, y'all. I'm in a bikini. Look at me. I'm I in do. Bikini. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for the first time ever, the last time I was down here at the beach, I put on my bikini and my friend Allison took my picture and I felt the same way. I was like, I'm in a bikini, y'all. Look at and me. I'm you in look a bikini. bomb. <laughs> and, um, and I feel like that I, I owe some of that, like, confidence to you because you were like just put a bikini on your body and take a picture and you'll be fine like just do it just do it and you know one of my goals for this summer was to photograph myself in a bathing suit which is something that you know I never thought that I would be able to do like even when I was really really thin I still did not want photographs of myself in a bathing suit well I feel like it was almost worse like I feel like I was almost more self-critical when I was thin because I was like I'm almost at this goal or I'm almost at this whatever. But now that I'm like, I have all of this, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to put a bikini on it. And like, it's going to be great. Like, this is, this is all mine. Like, look at all of the amazing things that this body has accomplished. Exactly. And like, I, I feel like as long as I'm healthy, like I might be a big woman, but I can still ride a bike 20 miles. I can still go for walks with my kids. I can still like do whatever. I I'm not a runner, so I don't run. But I'm, I feel like I'm still pretty physically active. And as long as that happens and I feel healthy and I, you know, continue to eat the organic food and eat salads every day or whatever, I feel like I feel like I'm fine. Right. And, you know, everyone's health is between themselves and their doctor. Exactly. Very true. And now the only thing that I will say that bothers me about being a big woman mm. is that I have a really hard time getting up off the couch. <laughs> It depends on the couch, but yes. (laughs) And I don't mean like, because I'm lazy and don't want to get off the couch. I just mean like physically, if the couch is low enough to the ground, it's a quite, it's quite a display when I have to get this body off the couch. Yes. So, and, and I am definitely noticing that on this vacation and even like any time that I'm down at the beach, because so the other day we brought the beach chairs down to the beach And they're just these like little foldable chairs that you just put on the beach and they sit really, really low to the ground. Mm -hmm. And Allison is a little skinny thing and she can just hop up and down anytime and, you know, hop up and down and get in the water with the kids, (laughs) just pop up and down, just pop up, just blah, 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 you know, and then 
when the water started coming in and we needed to back up like the chairs because we were starting to like need to move our stuff, I had mm-hmm. to like roll onto my stomach and like roll around in the sand. Like I looked like the just seriously the the scene that I caused trying to get out of that beach chair was like something out of a comedy. I mean, I have never. I really that that was one of the moments where I was like, man, this is why I don't really want to be a big woman, because I can't get <laughs> off the ground like I can't get out of this. Like I have to get onto my knees and then like it was just it was just very that's that's the only thing. But I have not had a problem this summer putting on my bathing suit like, yeah, I haven't I haven't dreaded going to the pool. I haven't dreaded going to the beach. I mean, the one thing that I do hate about being at the pool or the beach is the sun I'm terrified of the sun like I oh no (laughs) yeah I'm a nighttime beach person like I'm Uh like let's go out to the beach at you know 7 p.m when the sun's not going to cook us to death (laughs) but most of the time I have been totally fine in my bathing suit and it didn't matter that I was there with my skinny girlfriend like she like I don't compare myself to her at all like it's not we don't have that kind of relationship Mm -hmm. um so, but yeah, rolling around in the sand trying to get out of that chair was funny. I mean, it was it was definitely comical. And that's when I decided I'm not bringing this chair back to the beach. There's no reason for me to have to try to get out of this chair. Like, yeah, just bring a towel. I'm just going to bring a towel because I can get off the towel so much easier than having that's to perfect. hoist myself out of this chair. Exactly. Well, and like, I feel like it's so weird. I don't know why, but I feel like my bikini pictures on Instagram almost get more likes than my planner pictures do. Oh, Not absolutely. Matter. <laughs> yeah. No, but Not I remember likes matter or whatever. That first one that you posted, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, I told you that you broke the internet. I was like, Jesus, Caitlin, like well, everybody, everybody like- on Instagram loved it. I just feel like as a child of like, as a millennial, I guess, like a child of the 90s, I was always hearing and like watching like diet culture and like looking at my body and even from a young age, like going on diets and like picking it apart because even, even if I am like at my quote, you know, uh, like good weight for my body, like I'm still like a bigger woman. Like I'm five foot 11. I have broad swimmer shoulders. Like I have a big chest. Like I'm always going to be this like, larger framed human. Um, and I feel like I always struggled with that. And now like being in, in my mid thirties and, um, just not really giving any craps about basically what anybody has to say about my body. Um, I, I, it's freeing and I want everyone to feel that essentially. Yeah, I do too. And we're going to have some, um, some plus size models on the show in February. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And don't worry, guys, they know they're coming on the show. We've already talked to them. So it's <laughs> yes, not like they, they just do. have this pipe dream that they're going to come on the show. Like we've already we've already got them lined up and they're awesome. Well, and we already talked to Kim from Chic Soul. Um, yes. And she's fantastic. And we love her. Yes. And um, we we're going to talk to aren't we, I think that we're, we're going to talk to one of the other models from Chic Soul, too. Right. I, two of them. Yep. Two of them. Yes. OK. So um, and then there's a couple others that we have lined up and that's going to be a fun month. But I just I, I feel like there's a lot of people that say that this whole body positivity movement is like glorifying being unhealthy and all this kind of stuff. And I just want to let everyone know that a person's health is really between themselves and their doctor. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people out there that are really thin that are equally as unhealthy. 
Yes, exactly. There mm-hmm. are thin people out there that have terrible eating habits. And right. Well, and they, people who are even healthy, like um, one of Delilah's former classmates, her dad was a runner every day. Um, he they ate very healthy in their household and that kind of thing. And he just had a massive stroke. So you don't really know wow. like, what is happening. Like, it's just so hard for me to watch their family, you know, kind of recover from this. But you don't necessarily know, like, the health of your body by what your outside appearance is. Right. People just look at someone who is overweight and just assumes that they know, like, you can't look at me and tell what my cholesterol is. You can't look at me and tell what my blood pressure is. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I am a bigger woman, but I've had all the blood work done. I've had all the lab work done. My blood pressure is perfect. My I'm not pre-diabetic. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, my cholesterol is perfect. Um, you know, I just I my I have a very lengthy story that goes behind wh- how why my body is the way it is today. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I need to be ashamed of that story or of my body at this point in my life. Yes, exactly. And, well, and and honestly, like, if you don't like the way that my body looks, look away. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if, if that's your problem, then look away. And this is not to say that, like, if you are a thinner person or um, you are not, uh, you know, a size 12 to 24 or whatever uh, the chic soul sizes are, that we don't think that you should also be body positive because everybody should love the body that they're in. And that's that's what body positivity is to me is loving the body that you're in right now and not loving your body with expecting it to change essentially yeah I do find it very disturbing when people use the term real woman Mm -hmm. and they say that about a woman who is a heavier woman Mm, interesting I don't think I've ever heard that one yeah when people talk about like oh yeah she's a model but she represents real women Oh, okay. Yeah. As if to say that like skinnier women are not real women. Right. Well, I think what, what is meant by that is that the majority of sizes are not like a size double zero. Um, and so it it doesn't represent a large chunk of women, you know, when you see smaller models. But I can still see how it could be hurtful to thinner women Mm -hmm. to, to not be lumped into the group that is considered real women. Yeah, because, you know, there's no reason to skinny shame either. It's very true. Yep. I um, love all of my skinny sisters, too. Yeah, there's no reason for anybody to have to explain why they are the size that they are for any reason. Yep. My and, dream one day is to buy the same bikini as one of my skinny friends and post that on Instagram together. Yeah. And I love those photographs that some of those companies do where all mm-hmm. the women are standing next to each other in the same variation of the bikini, but they all have different sizes on. Yep. And they all look happy and healthy and beautiful. And, you know, I just I, I think that the body positivity movement is not about let's all accept big, big women, the body positivity movement is more about, can we love our bodies just like they are right now, instead of us constantly feeling like we need to be making a change. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I am figuring out in my life right now, because I am in such a transitional phase in my personal life, is that I am having to figure out what kind of people I want in my life. Yeah. And, you know, it's, there are a lot of people that listen to the show that know me personally. 
Mm-hmm. And know that I have kind of started thinking about maybe looking into dating again mm-hmm. since I am no longer, um, you know, my husband and I are separated and it's just a it's a kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am not out here in these streets like running and trying to diet and trying to change how I look so that I can be like more eligible for men. Right. Yeah. You know, and I know that there are women who go through separations or go through divorce and they immediately start trying to change their appearance. Right. And I kind of decided what I want in my life is someone who wants to be with me right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you should not as an excuse to not better myself. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that I don't need to be more healthy or more or like that. I shouldn't maybe drop a few or whatever, but I don't want to feel like I have to do that for a person other than myself. If I want to make changes to my appearance or to my body, I want it to be for me. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yes, sister. That's why I want to know that the person that I'm with wants me exactly how I am right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to feel like I need to make changes to my body for anybody other than myself. Yeah. Um, the other thing I find that's odd. So I find, I follow a couple of ladies. Um, I don't know if you know them, but Sarah Ray Vargas, and then also learning to be fearless on Instagram. And both of them have gone up and down in, in their like weight journey. And I, it's so weird to me that when, like when they start losing weight, some of their followers, get angry with them like they're both kind of on like a health um health thing right now they're exercising and like eating healthy and that kind of thing not that they weren't necessarily before um but I, I it's just kind of weird they're getting like an almost like a negative interaction when they are you know trying to do something better for themselves I think that's kind of odd well yeah I guess I could see how like if you build your brand around being plus size and then you start working on like being different or looking different that, you know, you're following might you know, kind of feel, but you can still or... be plus size and still work out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. just think it's like, I think that's the other part of it is that we should just like root for everybody, no matter what journey that they're on. Um, yeah, I think that you're right. I think that we need to make sure that we are accepting of everyone's choices. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of comes back to that whole, um, you know, like loving all of the women, because I feel like women just in general have a hard time like lifting each other up. Yeah, they, we, we really do. But that's been kind of ingrained in us by society. Yes, it's very true that we are all in competition with each other. We're in competition for jobs. We're in competition for men. We're in competition for who's the best mom. Right. You know, for some reason, we always feel like that we're competing with each other when really, you know, we're. Um, gosh, what did I see the other day? I want to read it to you. It was so good. So I saw this thing the other day on Instagram and you may have shared it or someone may have shared it in their stories. And if it was you, then just speak up, Caitlin. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. A flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Oh yeah. I think I did actually share that. Mm Mm-hmm. A flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. And that just kind of really touched me when I read that because that is kind of the way we need to be not only in the planner community, but just in the community of women in general. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And I saw a meme like this whole episode is like describing memes. Yeah, it was. (laughs) 
Okay, so Miss Jamaica had won, I think it was either Miss Universe or Miss World or something, um, but she won. But Miss Nigeria, like the look on her face, she was so excited, like you would have thought she would have won. Um, and the caption of the photo said, this is how you celebrate your sister when she wins. You yeah, know, I saw like, that. Mm-hmm. oh my, that was just like, oh, that got me right in the field. Like, yes, that's exactly right. Like, I know. There's so many other women that I know in like the YouTube space who I'm just so excited for them when, um, you know, when they grow their following, when they hit a goal. I, I am just, I am all about babe support babes. I'm not out here like jealous or anything like that. Um, I mean, I definitely get a little bit competitive sometimes, but that's just my nature. But I always want to celebrate everybody's wins for sure. Yeah, I do too. And I think that especially here on this show, it is really cool that we have the platform that we do so that we can talk to these, you know, amazing body positive representatives and, you know, that we can kind of get to know them and that they can share their story and their message and everything. And I'm looking forward to, I know that February kind of feels like a long time away, but isn't that body positivity month? Yes, it is. It's going to be awesome. Which is why we planned it for them. Um, I know that you guys probably can't believe that we have actually planned the show all the way (laughs) through February, but we have, well, Caitlin did. I say we, like I did anything. (laughs) Um, planner's got a plan. Yeah. Well, Caitlin is definitely the resident planner right now. I am in a planner, (laughs) but I have not written one word in it yet. So, Oh, you got um, this. I know. But anyway, it is just, Caitlin is on it. She is on and popping with the plan and all this stuff for the show. And I'm just back here like, well, I'll edit the show and I'll make sure that I'm here to talk on the show. And, um, but she, she has been very awesome in listening to me talk about my life. And right now I'm on vacation and there was drama this morning before we even recorded. Dang. What happened? I haven't even heard this yet. You guys I've been waiting. Okay. Okay. So our condo complex Mm -hmm. is three stories. Okay. And we have the middle unit. Okay. So we're like right in the middle. We're on the second floor, right in the middle. And the one next door to us is owned by my mom's roommate from college. Okay. So we have access to two condos. Uh Uh-huh. So when I do the recording of the podcast, I just come over to Karen's condo and record here because it's quiet and I don't have to worry about the kids, but that's the only time that we use the other condo is when I come over to record the show. That makes sense. We stay in my parents' condo for the majority of our vacation. Mm -hmm. Well, on the other side of us is a couple and I don't remember their names. I just know that they hate us. Oh, okay. So Karen and Kyle. Um, (laughs) yes. Um, I think that they're Donna and Bob. Oh, okay. That is like that 70s show. I just had a little flashback there. That's weird. I I think that that's their names, but I, I, maybe I just gave them those names. I'm, (laughs) I'm really not, I'm really not sure, but I just know that they hate us. Okay. And they text my mom and complain to her whenever we leave stuff out on the porch. Oh, geez. So we, the last time we were here, um, we hung our towels over the, like over the porch things to dry them. Yeah. Like where else are you supposed to hang them? Well, we had been here for like not even 24 hours before they texted my mom to complain that we left the towels. So we stopped doing that immediately and we made sure that we kept the porch neat and clean like the entire week. 
Mm-hmm. Well, my mom got a text message this morning from them saying that the porch was a disaster and that we had been completely disrespectful to everyone in the building and that we were leaving trash everywhere and that we were leaving cups everywhere and that there were shoes everywhere. And you know what? There was a bag of trash outside because last night when we came in from the beach and the pool, we cleaned up the condo and it was too late at night for us to take the trash all the way to the dumpster, which is like half a block away. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't leave the bag of trash in the condo because it was it was a bag of trash like that would right. not. So <laughs> so we were going to we were going to take the trash this morning when it got light outside to the trash to like the dumpster or whatever. OK, so we just set it outside the door and Allison has actually already taken it to the dumpster like it was literally outside for maybe four hours. I mean, it, mm-hmm. was, it was really not out there for very long. And um, then. The shoes have been lined up in a perfectly neat little row. Right. And then we have a beach bag that we leave outside with the shoes that has the beach toys in it because it's sandy and we don't want to bring it into the condo. And other than that, that's all that we have on the porch. That all seems like perfectly appropriate things to leave in a vacation like hotel. (laughs) Right. So the only exception for this particular night was that the the boys that we have with us, the little boys, mm-hmm. had some toys that they wanted to take with them to the beach. And oh. they didn't fit in the beach bag. So I got an Aldi bag and had them pack their toys in the Aldi bag. Mm-hmm. So it, next to the beach bag was an Aldi bag, which might have looked like a bag of trash. Oh, my goodness. So they took a picture of the porch and sent it to my mom and sent this big, long thing about how we're disrespecting her. We're disrespecting Karen. We're disrespecting the whole building. There's another woman who lives in the building that already wants to call the HOA and all what? this kind of stuff. And my mom like called me in tears, like and not because she was mad at me, but because this woman, Donna, who lives in the condo next door to my mom's is being a B word. Right. Like she is being completely unreasonable. Does she have kids? Like, no, I don't know. I don't know if she has kids or not. But the issue is, is that we're only here like once or twice a year. Right. And so then the other times they have kind of like the free run, like they don't have neighbors. And what's weird about it is that they have so much stuff on the porch. Hmm. You should take a picture of their porch, maybe. I did. That's what I did. Mom said, clean up the porch. She said, get everything off of it. She said, don't leave anything on the porch. Put everything in the storage unit and bring everything into the condo and make sure that the porch ha- is spotless. Yeah. Leave well, nothing guess, on the porch. I guess you could put it in the bathtub, like those things or shower or whatever. Yeah, that's we, we're figuring it out. We're figuring out what to do. But then she said, take a picture of the porch with nothing on it and then turn around and take a picture of all of Bob and Donna's stuff on their porch. Yeah. And that's what I did. So Bob and Donna go to yard sales uh-huh. and buy stuff at yard sales. Like little kitschies. Yeah. And they have a table and chair and like yard sale items out on their porch. And they have this big pile of shoes right outside their door where they keep their dog leash and their shoes and all this stuff. And mom never says a word about it. And then the one week of the year that we're here, they are so mean about us being here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't really seem fair. That's no, really messed up. No, and my mom is so upset about it this morning. And, you know, I, I and I feel bad because my mom is so not confrontational. She is the yeah. nicest, sweetest, most easygoing woman in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are her neighbors and she does not want to get in trouble with the HOA. She does not want to have a bad relationship with her neighbors. They're down here a lot more often than we are. So she has to see these people more often than we do. But right. I mean, Donna actually said in the text message, we feel like we're prisoners in our condo when they're here. Is that a joke? Like what? <laughs> and I just said, I, I can't, I can't, I, I don't even know like how to, I don't know what that even means. Like, are you guys they, loud? Like, I no. know you like drink and have a good time or like, could they hear you through like that's two apartments they could not hear you through. But we have not been drinking. Yeah. Okay. We haven't been doing that at all. Like we, we haven't been, we haven't been doing any of that this week. Like none, neither one of us feel like doing that this week. We just feel we have been going to bed really early, like 10 o'clock. Well, I don't know what Bob and Donna's problem is. Maybe you should talk to them. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about going over there and just apologizing and just saying, look, I'm really sorry. Like, you know, just by the time we get in in the evening, it's we're really tired. Um, especially because we have the kids in the condo all day long because of the social distancing, because we can't take them anywhere. And that by the time we get done in the evening with our beach trips, that we are very, very tired in the evening. And the, you know, like I'm, because really that's what we're doing. We're keeping the kids like cooped up in the condo all day long because we're socially distancing. And Mm -hmm. then from six to 10 every evening is beach and pool time. Yes. And that time is, is busy, busy, busy. And the kids are tired and we're tired by the time we get home from doing that. And, you know, if there was a time that we like didn't leave the shoes in the right place or left a bag with toys in it in the wrong place or didn't have time or it was too dark to take the trash, like, you know, like we just, we feel, we feel bad. Like we, we're not trying to disrespect the building. Like we really, we really aren't. So I'm, I'm thinking about going over there myself and trying to make it right. Yeah. Um, and I don't really have any interactions with my own neighbors at my own home. So I yeah. have to admit that I don't really know how to be a very good neighbor. Sure. I've only ever lived in an apartment like one time in my life. And I lived on like the way, way, way lower, like basement level apartment. So I didn't really have a, any neighbors down there either. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm just not a very good neighbor and I, maybe this probably is my fault and I need to, you know, accept that we were too messy Well, what you're describing to me does not sound like anything that anyone who owns a beach condo should be upset about. (laughs) Well, you have, they have to acknowledge that it's prime season down here and in the summertime. four children with you guys. Yes. And in the summertime, there's going to be a little bit more mess. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think that that all of the things that you described are things that I would leave on the porch, like when we go to a beach hotel or a beach house or whatever. Right. That just seems unreasonable. Right. There's a lot of people that there's a lot of people that hang their towels over the over the thing. Right. I mean, yes. Like, let's be environmentally friendly, not put them in the dryer. How about that? (laughs) Right. So anyway, uh, that's, well, I'm, that's, that sucks. That, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just the drama. Let's move on to some planner stuff because okay, let's do planner stuff. Yay! I want for you. I want for you to spend a minute talking about the new Happy Planner Be Happy box oh, because I know that girl. you're very excited about it. Yes. So it's Happy Planner's fifth birthday. So congratulations to them. 
Um, and this, so they went live yesterday. Well, not they. So they, they're starting to do this differently. So we know that Stephanie Fleming and Hannah are no longer there. Um, and I think what's going to happen, at least that's what happened in this live, is that the squad are now going to be the faces and they are going to take turns doing these lives, which I kind of love because then you get to know the squad a little bit more. Um, you get to see their faces. You get to see them talk about the products. Like you really get to kind of interact with them. So I think that that's really good both for the brand and for the squad. Um, but they showed the Be Happy box that's coming out for Happy Planner's fifth birthday. And you guys, it is gorgeous. Um, okay, so the things that are going to be in there, you can check all of the squad Instagrams. I think I have some in my stories too. Like you can check those out. But um, the things that they're going to have in there are 11 black metal discs in the classic size. There's 11 and in there? There's 11. Yes. I clarified that with Miss Heather Kell herself. Nice. Yes. So there will be 11 black metal discs. So they'll fit whatever size planner you have. Um, there is going to be three sticker books. So one of them is a tiny sticker pad. Um, one of them is a functional sticker book. And then the other one is a, I think they're calling it like black florals or something like that. But it's black and gold and white florals in that sticker book. Oh, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And then the last thing that they put in there is one of those like sticker holder organizer things. So I'm not, I'm not a super big fan of those organizer things, but everything else in the box I need in my life times two. I'm going to be ordering two of these boxes. And I'm obsessed. And what time does it go live? Is it today? It's going to be live on Thursday. Well, so it'll be live before this episode goes up Thursday at 9 a.m. Okay. So you still have a little bit more time. I know. I'm waiting. (laughs) Hopefully I don't sleep in. You guys, I failed this morning. (laughs) I like snoozed my alarm and left Leanne hanging. Well, no, Um, I was busy cleaning up the porch. I'm texting Caitlin like, I'm going to be late. I'm cleaning up the porch. So yeah, well, it was fine. I definitely have to have the sticker books that come in that box. Like, yes, I don't really have any need for the discs. Yeah, but people have been dying for those. So they only put them on the Super Mom Planners when those came out during the Happy Planner Girl release. I think that was two years ago now. There Um, was also one other one. Oh, was there? What other what other planner had them on it? There was a Target student planner that had black metal discs on oh, it. Oh, okay. I had forgotten about that one. And yep. so people have been just jonesing for these mm-hmm. black metal discs. Like they are legit being posted on Mercari for like $90 for nine. So they have they are a hot item. Those are a hot item, and I'm glad to see that people will be getting those. I have one set of black metal discs. But I will be happy to have a couple more to throw in my collection. Right. So I'm going to buy my Be Happy box and I'm going to send Caitlin my discs because I whoop don't whoop. need I don't need them. Um, and I'm going to keep those sticker books because the sticker books are beautiful. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That functional book is everything. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. And I haven't I watched too. any videos yet. And that's just because I'm on vacation and I haven't been watching any YouTube. Yeah. But- I do like how they're doing this release, though. Like, as much as I loved like watching Stephanie and Hannah like flip through things and give us little teasers and that kind of thing, like I loved that. But I also really like seeing the faces of the squad, seeing their videos all go up kind of synchronously. Like I was getting all of the alerts that all the videos were popping up um, and that kind of thing. And I just, I really liked that. I really like how they have rolled out this release. You know, I do too. And 
I, I kind of, I think that I'm trying to get my words together here. Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to cut some of this out because I sound like a crazy person. Um, <laughs> as a person who is not 100% like on the happy planner train. But sometimes you are. You go back and forth. I do go back and forth. I think it's way cute to just let the squad handle it. I do too. And I think that that gives them like a little bit of FaceTime, you know, like, I feel like that's what they are there for, you know, it kind of gives them a job to do. Yeah. I was going to say, it gives them something to do. It makes them feel like, you know, you're on this team and we uh, value you and we want you to. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I liked the way that they rolled it out and it was exciting yesterday because everybody was talking about this box and then all of a sudden the pictures just started appearing. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like there was no waiting. There was no, it was just all of a sudden there it was. It was like, if you want to see it here, it all is. And um, Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, it's just a couple more hours, I think, from when we're recording this to when it'll be available. And I have had, you know, I've, I've been listening to what people, you know, were saying about it on the, on the Facebook groups and everything. And, you know, there are people that are saying it costs too much for what you get. And, um, I, I really disagree ag- with that. I disagree with that. I think that um, I think that it I think that it's priced the way that it should be. Yeah, it's an eighty dollar value. Like if you uh, look at everything in stock prices, it's an eighty dollar value. Yeah, I'm going to do the best that I can to get one. Um, and whether that means that I'm going to, you know, have a couple of days where I don't drive anywhere because I don't have <laughs> gas money or whatever. Like I'm, I, I definitely I want those sticker books. I wish that I could just go ahead and buy two. Yeah. Um, because I feel like I'm going to love those sticker books and I'm going to want to have more than one, but Same. you know, a lot of times those boxes do end up on Zulily or they get discounted or there's extra ones and they end up discounting them on the happy planner website. So I'm going to order one and then I'm going to cross my fingers that maybe they'll have extras in a few months where I can order more. I kind of um, feel like this one, just because of the response and what I've seen in Facebook groups and like on Instagram and stuff, I feel like this one's going to go fast. Well, everybody said that about the wild styled one and now it's, Oh, now, I didn't think that. I didn't think that about the wild styled one because the they had wild, already done a wild style release. Right, but the wild styled one sold out, and then they brought it back. Oh, interesting. And now that it's back, now it's like deeply discounted. I think on Zulily. So I think yeah. that like you know, even if this one sells out like within the first couple of days, it's possible that they could bring it back. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna keep my eyes peeled. So yeah. to see if there's a way for me to get a second one later. And I'm just going to go ahead and send you my black discs because I have a set of black discs. Yes. I, again, I have a set, but I have multiple planners running around here who are constantly changing discs. So I can always use more black discs. Now, what I've also heard are as far as unicorn discs go are the red ones. And I have those ones too um, in different sets and from different planners and that kind of thing. Yeah. And see, I had a full set of 11 red discs. Mm-hmm. And then somebody on somebody on Instagram asked just kind of randomly, does anybody have the red discs that I could buy from them? And she and I were friends. So I sent her my red discs and then she never used them. I never saw them on her Instagram. So I decided that I wanted them for my Christmas planner. Mm -hmm. So I DM'd her and I was like, could you shoot those back to me since you haven't used them? And she was like, yeah, no problem. And then she never sent them back. 
What? And then a few weeks later, she was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to put them in the mail. I'll do that this week. And then I still never got them back. So I'm tempted to send her another DM and just say, hey, I would like to have those red discs back if you're not going to use them. Because I think that more than likely she just forgot. She's a nice girl. It's not Mm -hmm. like she's trying to steal my red discs. Yeah. (laughs) And I sent them to her for free. It's not like I made her pay me for them. Right. So and I almost have a full set of red discs at home as it is. Because I bought all of those student planners off of Zulily, right. but I ended up with one fewer than I needed. Oh, man. So yeah, they I, really kind of screwed you on that one. Yeah, I ordered eight, but only got seven. Oh, geez. So I ended up with eight of all of those color discs <laughs> instead of nine. So I Well, that'd be perfect kinda, if you're a mini planner. Yeah, I know. If I only needed seven, it would be fine. But, you know, I, I don't but I don't need any discs right now. So I'm in my Erin yeah. Condren and I wish that Ooh. I could say I'm loving being in my Erin Condren, but I've been on vacation and haven't written anything in it. Oh, well, you there will be time. The time yeah, will come. So August is going to come and I'm going to jump back in because I'm going to be at school and I'm going to have things to do and I'm going to have things to write in my planner. And I'm excited for that. So, yay. Um, but, yeah, this Be Happy Box is really pretty and we're excited about it. And I hope that and happy everyone... fifth birthday to the happy planner. Um. I know. Happy birthday. That's so exciting. The happy planner is going to kindergarten. That's, that's right. <laughs> or you might have to wait a year, depending, you know, depending on where that cutoff is. Um, so, yeah, you might have to wait a year. Depends on what it depends on um, what month you're born. And you may have to go to school virtually. Happy planner. Depends on right. what, what school district oh you're gosh. in. I can't imagine. Oh. Like, I'm so glad that Harrison does not start kindergarten this year and that he starts it next year. Because starting a kindergartner virtually and having that be their first experience, man, I don't know what I would do. I I might even just wait an extra year if possible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like for a five-year-old, that's just really rough. Oh, I know. I know. My my friend Allison, who's with me here on this trip, her daughter, Gwyneth, um, is five and is supposed to start kindergarten this year. Oh, I know. And it's so weird to think like that the, her kindergarten year is going to be so different than than everybody else's has been. So. Right. Um, but anyway, well, let's wrap this up. This has been a fun little kind of random episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been kind of mini and kind of not. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just uh, have enjoyed talking to you and I always love when I get a chance to talk to my boo, Caitlin. <laughs> That's right. This is like our dedicated like hangout time. It's our hangout time. And uh, we love all of you guys. And we hope that you have a wonderful weekend and that you're staying safe from all the sun and wearing your sunscreen and all the things and um, enjoying your summer. Because, you know, now that it's almost August, like we can see the end. It's going to be fall soon, y'all. It's going to be time yeah. for... <laughs> Pumpkin spice lattes and <laughs> that's right. And then we're gonna do the downhill slide to Christmas or no. whatever winter holiday you celebrate, Hanukkah, all the things. Yes, it will be time for all of the winters. So and hopefully the coronavirus will go out the door with yeah. the summer. Um, but we love you guys and have a great weekend. And we will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.